0: Thanks for listening to the Inner Life Podcast. Be sure to join us every weekday at 11 a.m. Central on Relevant Radio and on the Relevant Radio app. Find your local Relevant Radio station for the Inner Life at RelevantRadio.com or stream us live every day on the Relevant Radio app.
1: It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, If you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to the Inner Life on Relevant Radio.
0: Hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Neff. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life. This is our program about spiritual direction coming to you every weekday to help you know you're not alone on your journey of faith, giving you a little bit of help and hope. As uh, you journey through through your life, it's uh, great to have all of you with us today. And today, we are going to talk about being helpful. I mean, let's be honest. As Christians, we're called to be helpful, and no doubt, in your little world, you know a lot of people, family members and friends uh, who could use a little bit of help. But in the midst of all of our good intentions... Sometimes we don't know how to respond, and when we do, maybe it's just not the right way and, in fact, might be unwelcome. So what do we do when our help is not Helping. Well we're gonna talk about that today. Here to help us on the journey. Our spiritual director been much too long since Father Ethan Southard has been with us. Father Ethan is a priest in the Archdiocese of Los Angeles and the parish administrator of Saint John Udes Catholic Church, that in Chatsworth, California. Father Ethan Southard, great to have you back. How are you doing?
2: Oh, thank you, Chuck. It's great to be back. It's great to be with you all here on the Inner Life. Um, we're doing well, but um, you know, at the same time, getting a, a little a taste of humility and and just realizing that sometimes my help isn't helping.
0: <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that today, and as we uh, do every day, uh, we'll open up our phone lines, inviting you and our listening audience to join in the conversation. And we hope uh, some of you will say yes to uh, to that and join us here on the program. But uh, Father Ethan, uh, get us started. I, I guess what I want to say is, what do you mean, my help is not helping? I mean, I want to help, hmm. and I'm here to do that and it's not helping really
2: right well the the image that comes to mind is uh immediately is is Martha and Mary and and here is Jesus he comes this is Jesus this is God he comes to visit and Martha wants to make sure things get ready and she wants to help and prepare this nice meal and and um Jesus reminds her pretty quickly that her help isn't helping uh he's inviting uh, you know, Mary and Martha both into a, a nice, still place where there could actually be a little bit of love. And instead, Martha is caught up in a bunch of uh, anxious serving. And so um, that anxiety, that that desire to help, was actually getting in the way of communion and of actually being in love. And I'm just realizing in my own ministry that, um, you know, and and it's quite you know embarrassing at times. when I'm trying to be helpful or I'm trying to be a Christian or I'm trying to do good, you know very often um, it hasn't been helpful. and it's been at the very least annoying, if not hurtful. Um, so I'm just I'm learning um, the, the the need and and the the call to exchange uh, my way for God's, and then I can humbly proceed in God's graceful way. But if, if, it's, if it's a bunch of me moving forward, um, then that can actually be a burden and, and very heavy on, on, on others and, and on a whole community. And so um, I can share some more examples about that, but that's basically the idea is that sometimes um, you know, the, the help gets in the way. And that there's, we're being invited, I'm being invited and and reminded uh, to discover and own my own weakness, and then as I go into that place, then I can actually, you know, share God's own righteousness or God's love from that, that humble place.
0: Yeah. And uh, we'll ask for some more examples so we can put this. I like to say a little flesh on what we're talking about today. But before we get to the, uh, before we go there, I mean, when we talk about being helpful and maybe it's a burden on somebody, somebody else, maybe uh, our way is in the end, not God's way, which we'll talk about today. I mean, it almost kind of goes against the grain in so many ways. I mean, we want to be loving. We want to be helpful. And uh, we sometimes go out of our way to do that. And uh, so when we talk about um, maybe our help isn't helping, it's uh, kind of um, uh, counterintuitive in so many ways.
2: Oh, for sure. You know, there's um, I'll I'll just you know, I'll just say for for the covid example, you know, in our parish here in in, uh, Los Angeles, California, uh, we really didn't have that many cases that, that I was aware of. For, for much of the year. And I was grateful for that. And then in December all of a sudden, to put it in context, we had 3 cases from March to November. And then in December we were we found out we had 30. And that's those that we were aware of. I'm sure there are many more that that didn't let us know. So all of a sudden this wave of of illness hits hits the community and you know, a large number of us wanted to respond, and we wanted to uh, to come out in a in a certain way. And uh, there's one one uh, family in particular I'm thinking of. You know, the the illness hit their family very bad. Both the mother and and the husband, um, the wife and the husband, became ill. And they have a, a young child who needed to be cared for, and so some friends were caring for the child. And meanwhile, everybody wants to, to help and respond, and they're, they're texting and saying, well, we can get food for you, or we can, we can watch your child for you, or we can, um, we can do this for you, and we can do that for you. And, <laughs> and what they really needed was, was some prayer and some space and just a, a deep trust, because that, that desire to help, and it wasn't just coming from one person, but there was a whole group of people who are reaching out and all those text messages and phone calls um, could be overbearing and just start to weigh down. And, and at, at some point, you know, we, we had to say, okay, uh, let's, let's back off a little bit and maybe just move through one person um, because all of your desire to help and to, to let them know that you love them and care for them is actually becoming a burden and it's not letting them rest, get the rest they need. Uh, and so that's, sometimes that's hurtful because everybody's saying, well, well, what about me? I'm trying to help you. <laughs> but then you look, okay, well, who is this about? Are you trying to help the other person or are you trying to feel good or are you trying to feel like you're scared and you, and you, want, to, you want to respond and make the situation better? And, and that's a scary place to be, Chuck. I mean, I feel it in myself because you're out of control and and you see something that is is frightening and you say well I want to make I want to make this better and and so we start moving from a place of anxiety instead of a place from trust that that God is going to take care of this and it's he's going to make this better um, and so that's you know really where we have to to go into that place where you know as as Paul says in in Corinthians 2 Corinthians he says to bear in the flesh continually the dying of Christ, so that His life may be manifest in us. And mm. if that doesn't happen, then it's just a bunch of me, and and that's not Christian, because Christian is Christ's life. If it's mm. it's a if it's a bunch of me serving, then it's something else.
0: Yeah. Father Ethan Southard is our spiritual director. Let's open up our phone lines. If you'd like to join us, it's a toll-free phone number, 888-914-9149. Don't forget, you can email us, at relevantradio.com. But as we talk about helping others today, what has been your experience of that in these uh, days of COVID-19? And maybe you've discovered the best way to help is maybe to step back, give someone some space, all requiring on your part, we're going to talk about this, a great deal of patience and, yes, humility. Again, toll free if you'd like to join us, 888- 914-9149. So, Father Ethan, uh, I mean, it's such a great insight for us because we do want to be helpful. We are concerned about, about certainly our family and certainly our friends. Um, and even the, those we don't know, we want this pandemic to be over with. We're all praying for that. But what what, what then is, is in us? What do we need to be doing to recognize really where we are needed to help but maybe you know where we do need to step back
2: Mm. yeah Um, thanks Chuck a a couple things come to mind one is uh, we can we can become a little sore or we can especially if the the offering isn't being received and we say well I'm trying to help you know I'm trying to be Christian and I, I think where I'm being invited In my own ministry is well don't try you know be be christian and and to be christ to be christian means that i hack that i have to come into a a transformation my own transformation like saint paul says it's no longer i who live it's christ who lives within me and so there's a, a continual dying to my need for affirmation there's a need for there's a continual dying for my need to help, my desire to help, and it's, and it's a dying to, to be. And I'll give an example. A friend of mine here at the parish, he's, he's a chaplain at the jail, the local jail here in Los Angeles, and he was sharing, he was recounting this story that he had when he went in to, um, to minister to a lot of the inmates, and you know, a lot of times ministers go in or chaplains go into the jails, and and they want to go and and evangelize or, or help those poor people <laughs> that are in jail. You know, they're so bad or they've done something wrong. Let me go in and and I'll I'll preach Jesus to them. <laughs> so he went in, and then it's and it's a tough jail, and so he went into you know this the bad boys, and uh, one of the deputy sheriffs is there, and he he's there every day, and he sees them, and he's kind of laughing. And at the end of of the time that my friend was there, the, the deputy sheriff says, "Well, well, chaplain, did you did you convert anybody? Did you change anybody today?" And he thought about it, and he stopped, and he looked down, and and he pointed to his own heart. He says, "Yeah," he says, "I, I think a little bit of my heart was converted today." Oh wow! <laughs> and so it's it's that <laughs> that discovery. You know, that continual discovery that, that my friend, that the parishioner here was just sharing is that, you know, he, he has to go into that place on his own, um, and he has to humbly acknowledge that he's not going to change any uh, inmates, and he's not going to change anybody else, but maybe hopefully by coming in, into a, a real encounter in a, in a humble way with someone else, that maybe his heart could be changed and uh and he shared one time he says that he was in a prayer group in our church this was outside of the jail and so he was in the prayer group and so his heart had been changing so much he was he was praying in the group the our father and so they're all holding hands and and uh and he closes his eyes and he says our father who art in jail hallowed be thy name mm. <laughs> and so he he had Be in tune with the people there. And and yes, God is in jail, too. God is in jail, too.
0: Well, Father Ethan Southerd, uh, if you're just joining us, is our spiritual director on the program today, talking about helping others, and uh, maybe uh, when uh, they don't want the help or can't uh, accept the help at that time. T- at that time, but what's been your experience of of that, especially in these days of COVID nineteen? And we're going to talk a little bit about that. Sometimes um, the best way to help is to step back. And have you seen that in your journey of faith? We'd love to hear the story. And again, toll free if you'd like to join us 888-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914-914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 -914 I want to go back to this whole idea of being. I think about this. I pray about this. I meditate about being. And um, Mm. it's just, uh, but it really just brings you back into the moment. I mean, I'm going to be right now. I can't do anything about what happened uh, 10 minutes ago when I wasn't sure how the show was going to go or whatever was going on. And I can't do anything about uh, 30 minutes from now when we don't have any idea, Father Ethan, what we're going to be talking about. But we can do something about now. We can be now in the moment. Father Ethan Southard and Chuck Neff talking on a radio program. And it's so true for all of us. Just be who we are, where we are right now. Don't worry about yesterday or this morning. And don't worry about what hasn't happened yet.
2: Mm-hmm. And and to be in that place where you're speaking of, Chuck, um, it's the simplest thing. You know, you look at a little child, and the child isn't worried about all the other things. They, they, they're they just being in the moment. But sometimes it could be the most difficult thing uh, because of all of our the things we're holding on to, or we get... Uh, attached to, or like you said, our mind wanders, where will I be 30 minutes from now, or what happened this morning on the way to work. And so there's a, sometimes there there could be a a burning where we have to, it burns to let go just to, to be in this moment. But if we, if we enter into that burn, and we just rest with it, then I think a whole new chamber, a whole new space opens up, and we could really start to see you know with, with God's eyes um, and and we could start to see and, and we could start to be a little bit um, clearer and and I, I think um, you know so often when when we get into those when we're, when we're not being, when we're not being in the moment, we could slip into judgment. Or we could start to look at others, uh, at their sins, and, and then we could start to think to ourselves, well, I'm not that bad. You know, I'm not blind. Um, maybe part of us moving into this moment where we're being is that, um, you know, we have to start to recognize some of our own weaknesses, and we, we discover um, that maybe we don't have it all together. And, and it's okay, because God loves us. And so there's there's that exchange that, that God offers us. He's with, with that humility, discovering our own weakness, uh, and that, that God is God, I'm not. And that only God is good, I'm not. But in that, that humble place where we can just be in that moment and owning our weaknesses in just that humble place then God gives us his own righteousness. God gives us his own goodness. God gives us his own patience, his own love. And, and from that place with God's own gift, and we start to move, then, then we can be with other people. Then we could really be with other people. But otherwise, we're, we're just being with ourselves and our own agenda and our own judgment and our own ideas of what... Yeah the world is. (laughs)
0: We are uh, talking today about helping others. And uh, what has been your experience of uh, helping others, especially in these uh, days of COVID-19? And maybe you've discovered the best way to help is maybe step back a little bit, give uh, that someone some space, all requiring a great deal of patience and humility. What's your story? We'd love to hear it. Father Ethan Southard is our spiritual director. It's a toll-free phone number if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible.
3: Mark chapter 4, verses 21 through 25. Jesus said to his disciples, Is a lamp brought in to be placed under a bushel basket or under a bed and not to be placed on a lampstand? For there is nothing hidden except to be made visible. Nothing is secret except to come to light. Anyone who has ears to hear ought to hear. He also told them, Take care what you hear. The measure with which you measure will be measured out to you, and still more will be given to you. To the one who has, more will be given. From the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away.
0: You can find all the daily readings at relevantradio.com gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. The Relevant Radio studio line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. Information about employment opportunities and their flexible premium life insurance plans available at RelevantRadio.com Forester.
1: If you're looking for a little help on your journey of faith, our priests are here for you. Call now 1 888 914 9149. That's 1 888 914 9149. Or email us innerlife at relevantradio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio.
0: Welcome back. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life today. I'm Chuck Neff along with our producer Nick Schmitz. Jim Shaper is answering your phone calls uh, today and Father Ethan Southard, our spiritual director. On the program Father Ethan, uh, one of our regular contributors, a priest in the Archdiocese of Los Angeles Parish Administrator of St. John Jude's Catholic Church that is in uh, Chatsworth. California talking today about helping others and um, what's been your experience of helping others and especially in these days of COVID-19 and you know what maybe you've discovered and we're talking about this uh, quite a bit today that maybe the best way to help is uh, to step back give someone some space then on your part, all requiring a great deal of patience and humility. What's your story? We'd love to hear it again. If you'd like to join us, toll free 888-914-9149. Our email address innerlife life at relevant com. So Father Ethan, uh, let's take some phone calls for you. And let's start with Keith listening in Orange County, California. Hello, Keith. Thank you for waiting. Welcome to the inner life.
3: Hi, Chuck and Father. Um, Thank you for taking my call, and and thank you for your guys' ministry that you do here on Relevant Radio. Um, I I don't think the topic could be more relevant right now um, around health and then also your guys' recent topic about being um, for myself and and my family and kind of what's going on within our life right now. So my father uh, went into emergency brain surgery on the 23rd of December an um, unexpected emergency brain surgery and a removal of the tumor on his cerebellum. And as you can imagine, everything unfolding, you know, with this news and this shock and uh, as, you know, one of his three sons, you know, I have a love and a compassion for my father and I want to be there for him. But I'm just kind of torn here over this last month um, as... We undergo further diagnosis and and things of that, and, uh, that nature on treatments for, for cancer. Um, you know, I, I have my vocation of a father of three and of a husband. And I find myself wanting to help out as much as I possibly can. And then there's some nights and days where I'm just like, gosh, I miss my family. You know, can you kind of give me some perspective on how we balance that help we want to issue to you know, our parents or other loved ones or the friends but also not lose sight of our location either as parents or spouses and things of that nature and then i also have another question about uh, the topic of being, but i'd love to start with uh my current day situation with uh with helping
2: yeah wow well thank you keith for your call and um so sorry to hear about your father and just the the suddenness, you know, the way that, that uh, all of this came about, uh, you know, we don't know what each day is going to bring. And so, um, yeah, I can just imagine what you're going through, and then all of a sudden, you know, your dad's world changes and your your world changes and everything is changing, right, um, you know, very quickly in real time. Um, but one of the things that comes to mind, a couple of things, um, God does want you and me to be involved in, in His goodness. So we're, we're not saying, you know, God is just saying step back and don't, you know, be helpful by not doing anything. That's not, that's not what we're saying. Um, but he, he does want us to be involved on His terms, on God's terms. So we learn from Jesus, who is, is meek and humble of heart, and we remain yoked and abide in him so that it's continually God's way. It, it's the way that's easy and light. And so that and, and, and by continually abiding in him it's it's his life that's manifest in us. And so, you know, that's the, the place where we, we start, we begin and, and we remain uh, is just in that, that humble disposition uh, with God's way. And how to, how to balance that out, um, I, I think God is going to lead in that way. And it, and it might be, you know, for a few days or, or some time where, you know, maybe in an emergency situation, you do pull back and your wife uh, takes care of the, the kids for a little while. And maybe you're spending that time with your dad. Um, but then... You know we even with god's graces we can't individually go it alone we need each other there's this beautiful uh, passage in the catechism 1937 and so uh, it it speaks about how god has given gifts and graces uh, to everyone not to one person um, so that he wills it that we need one another and that there's going to be many ministers distributing the graces and gifts they've received from him. And so it could be, you know, maybe a couple of your other brothers or maybe there's caretakers or there's going to be a team that starts to build around to, to care for your dad. Um, because if it's just you, you, you're going to get burned out and your, your wife and your family are going to say, where are you? <laughs> and, and it's just going to be overbearing. And so we can't, we can't do it that way. But, but there is, There is God's way and and He wants to He wants He wants us. He made it so that we work together as a team. So Chuck, what what's coming to mind for you?
0: Well, Keith, you are taking me back into a chapter in my own life. Uh, some years ago, my uh, dad was uh, getting older, in pretty good health, really. But uh, my mom was on a feeding tube at home and uh, not doing well in hospice care. And I really got to the point where where I had to go over and see my dad to make sure he was okay in the morning and my mom every morning. And it was just so incredibly difficult. And I, my sister, uh, God love her, lives out of town, so she was not able to, to help uh, in the situation. And um, it, so it really just fell on my shoulders to just kind of be there to to take care of my dad and my mom. And, I mean, it got to the point where, because of everything going on, I, was, I wasn't able to get to uh, daily mass, um, just everything, just trying to get to work, balancing everything else. And, man, oh, man, Keith, I'll just tell you, and I'm sure you can echo this, it was so incredibly difficult just to be able to do that after both my mom and dad passed away. Um, and they lived only about seven miles from us, literally, for. Probably more than a year, I could not drive in there in that direction without all of those emotions and mm-hmm. angst, and wasn't anger, or, or, but just everything that emotional roller coaster. I couldn't even drive toward their home without reliving that, and so it was just incredibly, incredibly difficult. That's not going to fix your situation here, Keith. I know that, but uh, you're not alone. And I would also make the point here, Keith, and I'll let uh, Father Ethan kind of pick up on this. Now, We're going to get your second question, too, by the way. But I would tell you that as as a husband and father to to these three children, what an incredible witness you are right now in your sacrament of matrimony living out those vows the good times and the bad times the tough times that we all go through but what a witness you are to still reaching out to your dad to to help him in this time in his life and still be that husband and father that uh, you want to be that you know God is calling you to be but uh, I would just say uh, I, I hear it I, I, I've lived it, uh, maybe not to the degree you're going through it, but uh, what an incredible witness you are to your sacrament of matrimony in this very, very difficult time in your life.
2: Mm. Yeah, and, and I would echo that, too. And, Chuck, thank you for just sharing your experience with, with your mom and dad and just what you've gone through. And, um, uh, and, and I know that there's graces that come through those dark times. But I, I reflect on um, my grandmother, my, my father's mother had become very ill and my parents brought her back into their home and they were caretakers for the last few years of her life. And in fact, my dad, my grandmother took her final breath in my dad's arm uh, right at home. And so, uh, yeah, I, I just echo what you're saying, Chuck, with, uh, with Keith and the witness that he's giving to his wife and to his children. Um, in those difficult moments you know god's light shines forth and we don't know the impact and and the legacy that it's going to leave but again we just continue to um, to abide in in christ and and let his graces flow through us and let his graceful way uh, carry us
0: Yeah. Keith, I I know you have a second question. I want to let you ask that. But I'm going to throw the word out. We have friends who I use this word with them a lot. I don't need to get into the specifics, but I'm going to use the word with you. What you are doing is heroic. Heroic. Mm -hmm. Trust me.
3: Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. Um, You know, as Catholics and as Christians, right, I feel like there's a calling to do this because of... No matter your uptaking, my thought is we're given this beautiful thing of life, and we got to help those that are in, in need of help during this time. And you know, family members and loved ones are at the top of that list. Um, my next question, which was goes back to your your topic of being right in in these difficult times of COVID and political turmoil, and uh, but relevant to me and my family is is how do you talk to those? about being in the current state and trusting what God has in front of us, especially maybe those that walked away from Christianity or walked away from the Catholic faith, any quick advice you can kind of point me towards or any prayers or saints that have been great examples of that, that I can share with my father.
2: Hmm. What, what comes to mind, uh, is is being like you said, Keith, um, you, by you being it, by you living the life of Christ. Um, I, I think that just radiates, and and Saint Paul comes to mind too. He's he's the great evangelist, you know, to the whole world, and he he wrote, he left us this beautiful legacy in the New Testament. And what gets me every time I, I start thinking about Saint Paul, we think of him as this. Great evangelist as uh, this one who has gone out and and done so much, but he suffered so much, and he says, "You know, woe to me if I ever preach Christ without the cross." And so it's by him uh, continually bearing in the flesh the dying of Christ. It's his life could be manifest in him. So before he would ever go into a, a new land to evangelize or to to share or to talk about Christ. He had already evangelized on the inside, interiorly. He had already prepared the way so that when he went, there was an openness and, and an ability for others to receive. But it's it's through that continual union uh, that he was able to bear fruit.
0: Hmm. Keith, does that
3: help? Well, thank you guys so much. That does. Thank you guys so much for everything you guys continue to do, and God bless you.
0: Yeah, God bless you too. Thank and, you, uh, Come prayers on. for you and your family, your dad especially. But, uh, just, uh, I always like to, I heard a prayer years ago and we're going to pray for your dad today, Keith, that he'll be healed in whatever way he needs to be healed and that you'll be blessed uh, in whatever way you need to be blessed as well. So, uh, Father, Father Ethan, we, we hear this. Isn't that a great story? I mean, uh, you can hear uh-huh. the, you oh, can hear man. the uncertainty. You can hear the, the, the trying to just do the best he can do and, um, mm. and, life is not you know the unexpected surgery the tumor and everything else suddenly it's right upon you but uh, can't you just mm-hmm. hear the love can't you just hear the the wanting to do the right thing uh, that uh, keith wants to do you can just hear it can't you
2: oh he and and the love that he has for his dad the love he has for his wife and his children and oh it's yeah his desire um it's it's so beautiful and um what a what a great what a great son and a, a great husband and father yeah. but it's with you know it's with it's with God's we go back to mark 10 you know it's it's with it's God's own goodness and you could hear that in keith it's God's own goodness in keith radiating out
0: yeah Father Ethan Southard is our spiritual director talking today about helping others and what has been your experience of of helping others in these uh, days, especially of COVID-19. Maybe you've discovered the best way to help is step back a little bit. We'd love to hear the story. And if you'd like to join us, twelve free phone number 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app.
1: on Relevant Radio. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Inner Life Show or email us relevantradio.com. This is the Inner Life on Relevant Radio.
0: Thanks for joining us, everyone. Father Ethan Southard, our spiritual director on the program today. Father Ethan is the parish administrator at St. John Hughes Catholic Church in Chatsworth, California. That, of course, in the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. A little bit of time left in our time with Father Ethan talking today about helping others. And um, what's been your experience of helping others in these uh, days of COVID-19? And maybe sometimes uh, the best way to help was, uh, as we've been talking about, maybe stepping back and giving someone a little bit of space, recognizing your own limitations and uh, and just uh, letting uh, the situation be until you were really needed. But we'd love to hear the story. If you'd like to join us again, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Uh, let me just remind you, um, I think uh, most of you probably know by now that uh, the March for Life is not going to be taking place in person this year, but tomorrow we continue to invite you uh, to help make an impact for life and for the end of legalized abortion. We're asking you to join uh, thousands of others, and praying and fasting this Friday. And um, as of this morning, we've had more than 10,000 of you say yes uh, to do uh, some type of fasting tomorrow. A couple of uh, notes, um, and I'm going to probably uh, not say her name correctly, but Luxet at uh, in Ab- Abu Dhabi, Duba- uh, United Arab, Arab Emirates. It says, I'm going to participate from home here in... Uh, and uh, we'll do uh, alternative fasting by refraining from social media. And I'm going to read the Bible as well. Charles in Minnesota, who is a mail carrier, says, I'll be eating my peanut butter and jelly sandwich without the jelly. And I'll also be trying to go through the day without complaining. There's something all of us could probably do tomorrow. But tomorrow, uh, we're fasting for life. And uh, you can uh, sign up and get more information on this. Just go to the uh, Website, RelevantRadio.com, also on the Relevant Radio app, and click on the banner, Fast for Life. Father Ethan Southerd is our spiritual director, talking about helping others today. And uh, I just need to ask you, Father Ethan, with everything going on, everything you've been saying, how are you doing in this?
2: Mm. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm growing, and I'm um, I'm learning, and it's it's definitely a journey. And with I mean, let's let's be honest. Our our political situation uh, is is a difficult one right now, and our country has been we're, we're wounded, and um, and there's a lot of different reasons uh, you know for that. But it, it felt like last Saturday I, I needed to just touch on it just a little bit and and to acknowledge and uh, I wanted to help. I, I wanted to. Um, you know, trying to be a Christian and, and trying to bring us uh, back to Christ. And so I, I shared just about where we are as, as a country and, and some of the different things that have happened in, in the homily. And I, I got an email the next day, uh, and and people said, you know, Father Ethan, we love you and we love your homilies, but, you know, last night you offended us. And I was surprised because I, I try not to go into... Um, you know, I, I try not to go into places that would be offensive. But if if you keep your eyes on Christ, that's where I could be. But I wasn't being helpful, and even still, with me trying to be uh, to be present or to be, um, you know, assist, people were hurt, and and so we we began. I, I shared a message and I apologized. Um, to the to that group of people that you know i'm I'm so sorry that wasn't my intention my intention was really just to to keep us with christ and christ is the only one who can reconcile and he's the only one who can bring healing um, but even with my best intentions um sometimes my help isn't helping and so i'm just as a first-time administrator uh, i'm learning and um, and especially now with, with our country just being wounded and so divided, um, I, I think this message is really critical for all of us, um, that for us to, to really help, for me to really help, and, and for our, our I think for all of us to heal, we're, we're being invited to exchange our way for God's, and, and then we can humbly proceed in God's graceful way. But if I'm moving ahead of God's graceful way, then it's... It's going to be a bumpy road. <laughs> and I yeah. found that house Saturday night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, and that's such a good lesson for all of us because we want to be helpful sometimes with our advice, sometimes with our words. Oh. And sometimes when we talk about maybe stepping back, you know what? Maybe sometimes we just need to be quiet, just to listen and uh, and try to understand what somebody is saying and uh, and don't don't speak, don't say sometimes. Sometimes that can be a great help, just letting somebody else be in the moment and not, not mm. getting in the way of that.
2: Right, and I think it goes back to our sharing and, and what Keith is really bringing up um, and, and you're highlighting, it's, it's being. You know, can we just, we have, to, we have to be, let's be in this moment, let's be Christ, let's be Christ to each other. And sometimes, you know, that means stepping back. Uh, you know, sometimes when my help isn't helping, I must step back and, and then together with God's, as I exchange my weakness for God's righteousness, uh, together we could proceed humbly with God's graceful way. And yeah. and I think as we all step into that place, we, we kind of de-escalate. we can de-escalate, and we just become a little bit more humble. And then there's a little bit more space for God. Yeah.
0: Father Ethan Southard, our spiritual director. Let's uh, head back to the phones. And Kathy, listening in Vancouver, Washington. Thank you for the call. It's nice to have you on the program today.
4: Thank you, Chuck, and Father Neff. I mean, Father Ethan. Sorry, I was Chuck Neff and Father Ethan. I'm <laughs> so grateful for Keith's call, um, and for the response that Father Ethan gave. I've been journeying with my sister, who was in a tragic car accident, and has. Entered into this period of tremendous redemptive suffering, and with her husband in this journey over the last three years, and mm. I'm a fixer, and it's been really challenging to let others help, and I have seen so been witnessed so many miracles associated with everything that's happened, and things. And that only God can do, and so many answered prayers. But just in general, my tendency is always to go and fix things. Mm. And I have learned so much humility and trust. Jesus, like I trust in you, has a whole new meaning. And her husband and I would text back, God is good all the time. God is good. Mm. It's been a really amazing journey. But... um and Father Ethan, just your humility is so beautiful. So thank you for your witness, and I'm going to hang up and just listen to your response. Thank you. Okay.
2: Hmm. Well, well, thank you, Kathy, for your call. Um, and I'm I'm so sorry to hear about your sister, just in in her car accident and um, the place where where she is now with, as you mentioned, with her redemptive suffering, but. I just hear, even in that suffering, even in that darkness, and you wouldn't wish this upon anybody, but um, but I just, in your sharing, I can feel and I can hear God's presence so profoundly with your sister and her husband and, and just, you know, how God is with you. And that how beautiful and how humble, uh, you know, in your humility to, to come on and, and just say, I'm a fixture. You know, I I just want to go and fix things, but but I realize I need to step back and allow other people to come in.
0: That's wow,
2: that's so beautiful.
0: Yeah, yeah Kathy, thanks uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, let's head to St. Louis, and Amy is listening there. Hello, Amy, welcome. You're on the air with Father Ethan.
5: Hi, hey, thank you very much. Um, I'm just trying to add a little bit of maybe different way um, during COVID. Just you know, people feel a little bit hopeless. They're not getting together with people that they would like to get together with. Um, So I guess I was on YouTube and I heard Father Callaway talk about the year of St. Joseph and what we could do for those who have died. Um, And then for, I guess you can pray for yourself getting the footer indulgence, but then also um, each day you can pray for one of your loved ones or just anybody in the obituary section uh, to look for to see if God wants you to pray for that particular person. So I feel like in one instance, I'm helping God out with just using my generosity in prayer, and just it's helping me feel closer to God and, uh, you know, uniting that uh, to Him and just trying to do it in prayer. Um, I've had my own suffering, and I know what it feels like to have to be childlike dependence on God. It is a hard thing to do, but I see God in every person that wants to help you. Um, prayer is always a huge thing to be able to do if people want their distance. Um, at least you're praying for the strength for that person and for whatever they need to be able to Um, to to get that Um, but I've had lots of priests lots of people from my parish people I would have never known that could help me especially when I had surgeries and things moms from my kids high school would show up with food and my kids I would remember they'd say oh mom are we gonna pay them we need to do something for them and I said, well, well, you can say thank you to them. And then one lady said, don't, don't take away the grace I'm going to get from God by, being, by my charity towards you guys. And My son just couldn't believe how loving people were, that it wasn't your family member, and you didn't have to repay them back. So so those are my remarks. I know we're running out of time, but uh, I just want to tell people to stay hopeful. And prayer is how close you can stay with our Lord and just try to— and if you can't pray because it's so much suffering that you're just like, oh, I can't even do anything— um, just try to picture Christ or some kind of picture in your head of, yeah. you know, the Holy Family or, you know, Joseph leading Mary out of Egypt, you know, just something where you're positively like just looking on the lives of the Holy Family and how much they suffered and, and they were there with Jesus. <laughs> so, you know, you got to just keep, try to get a perspective where you can, you know, just keep yourself going and have a sense of humor because, you know, don't take all this too seriously. As my husband always tells me, Amy, everything is always changing, so it's not going to stay the same. It's going to change. So so that, that's all I have to say. God bless both of you. I listen to this radio a lot. My mom's the one that told me about it. So uh, I'm very grateful to God that you're doing this for people.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you, Amy. And, you know, we've been talking about helping others, Father Ethan, and I don't know that we've uh, given enough attention to prayer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe we can't yeah. see people, but, oh, gosh, pray for all, We all need to be praying for each other, don't we? that's
2: that's absolutely true and and thank you Amy for your uh, for your call and just you know, reminding us for the prayer and just you know when things seem hopeless you know god is still in that in that space and and just speaking of the prayer i'm i'm reminded and this kind of goes back to Kathy's call as well reminded of uh saint benedict and you know he's this great uh religious leader and founder of a community and and he speaks of you know work and prayer and he, you know, he would go and he would uh, do great things. But then, um, you know, his twin sister were told in a story that Scholastica, you know, she came and and she was there and she was in just this beautiful prayer communion, and um, and he was just helping to. She was helping to to stay in that beautiful space of prayer, and sometimes, um, you know. Others' help or others' prayer isn't wanted. Benedict said, I got to go. And Scholastica said, well, let's stay a little while. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so Benedict tried to go, and then she just stayed in that prayer, and then it rained so much, and Benedict couldn't go anywhere. He couldn't go off and fix and be with his community and do what he was on his agenda. And so sometimes um, when help wasn't wanted, um, you know, Benedict says, may God forgive you. What have you done? But they had to stay and and to be. And so sometimes, and to be. They just had to be. You couldn't go out and do. So may God forgive us and all our different ways of wanting to go and fix and go do and whatever is on our agenda. And uh, may we have the grace just to be in God's graceful way.
0: Yeah, and let me throw the word uh, creative in here. I'm going to share an email from Katrina uh, as she was listening to the program today. And she says, uh, before the pandemic, I enjoyed visiting people in a nearby nursing home. Many of them were just uh, lonely. But she says, now that visiting is prohibited, I make greeting cards for the residents. And it's mm-hmm. a great time. Valentine's Day is coming up. Mm-hmm. And just a, a great creative way to be helpful, uh, maybe in our own way. But uh, there are ways to be helpful. Yeah, sometimes maybe we do need to stay, uh, step back. But uh, pray about it and see where the Lord's leading you. I love that. Uh, just uh, make greeting mm-hmm. cards. So what a great way to reach out. Mm-hmm.
2: We, this kind of uh, gives us an opportunity to to reimagine uh, our ministry. Or, like Katrina was sharing, she used to go to the, the convalescent homes, but we can reimagine what it means to uh, to minister or to be helpful, especially during this this time of the pandemic. Yeah.
0: Father Ethan Southard, our spiritual director, we need to wrap things up. Just a reminder that if you're joining us late, don't forget you can hear our podcast of the entire show. All you have to do is go to the website, RelevantRadio.com, the Inner Life page, download today's program, really any of our programs. And uh, it's generally available oh, in about 30 minutes or so after we say goodbye. And uh, don't forget, if you enjoyed the program, tell somebody else about it. We would appreciate that as well. Father Ethan Southard, great insights for for us today as always thank you so much we need to wrap things up we do like to close with a final blessing for all of our listeners
2: Sure. Sure. the lord be with you
0: and with your spirit
2: and and may almighty god continue to bless and keep you in his sacred heart and may we all continue to proceed in god's graceful way of the son and the holy spirit
0: amen amen Father Ethan Southert, a pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks for joining us today. We will see you uh, next time on The Inner Life. Don't forget, gosh, in about 60 seconds, we're celebrating Mass right here on Relevant Radio. We hope you'll stay tuned for that. Then don't forget, 1230 Central, The Faith Explained with K.O. Clark. Make this a great day. We are back again tomorrow, and we hope to see you then.